Welcome everyone to my lonely fans. Man, this sounds a lot better in my head, but you know what? I'm sticking with it. Anyway, everyone, welcome to the podcast Between Everything and Nothing. My name is Mohammed Shamoud. For everyone listening in, thanks for giving me your time. I hope that you, if you listen in, you take something away from this and it's worthwhile or you just get a good laugh. Everyone listening in again, still trying to figure out why, but you know, gotta give the fans what they want. So Valentine's Day, people, today at this time, it's approximately 9.02 p.m. Valentine's Day is over, and we survived the best of it. To the single people out there, you know, they have to sit through Valentine's Day, look forward, at least you can look forward to February 15th when all the chocolate goes half off in CVS and Walmart and all these other places sell chocolate. But, damn... This year, I don't know why, but the amount of couple pictures I saw on Instagram was crazy. Like, I don't know if I missed the memo of when everyone on my timeline suddenly got married in two seconds. But dang, I was looking like scrolling, scrolling, ad. Ad for like calorie-free sauces. Ad for keto waffles. Couple picture. Ad for Banana Republic Men's Factory. Couple picture. Um, ad for something else that's random that I don't need in my life. Boom, cult picture. Crazy how one day you're going to go, you're trying to go online. Here I am trying to go online shopping. Then boom, I'm getting hit with couple pictures back to back to back. And it got me thinking like, wow, I know a lot of these couples have been together for a month and they're already out here saying, I couldn't have done it without you, babe. And thank you for the life you've given me. I'm like, what life? You haven't even had dinner with him three times. Besides the point, you know, shout out to all the happy couples out here, the ones that are in long-term relationships, the ones that have gotten engaged and engaged, married, pregnant, etc., etc., etc. And even if you didn't have someone to, I guess, celebrate the day with, take it as a time to spend time with loved ones and make the most of the day because tomorrow's a new day. Anyway... Let's get on with it. What's been happening in these past two weeks? Oh, well, in Ohio, apparently that the rates of COVID happening in um, retirement homes has decreased by 77%. And, you know, your boy's been out there a lot giving these vaccinations in clinics. So, you know, there's some kind of correlation there. I'm not trying to say that, you know, I was part of that movement, but I was part of that movement. Anyway, shout out to Josh. He's been wanting me to shout him out on my podcast for a while. He's like the tech that's been working with me a lot. Me and him are like Batman and Robin, but we're both like Batman instead, so we both get the work done. And, you know, we're out here kicking COVID's ass, so, you know, we'll take one up for humanity. What else is happening out here? Oh, yeah, I'm still getting hit up by these kids telling me. Actually, it's so funny. I had one kid actually hit me up about my last podcast telling me, listen, man, I don't know I'm using man, but he actually called me something else. Anyway, but I don't really want to say on the podcast. Anyway, this kid comes up to me in my DMs and tells me, listen, bro, just because you don't know something that you don't have the knowledge to speak about it, don't be going out there and acting like these people that are hustling for their dollars can't sit there and speak about investments and coins and things like that because they've done the research. I've done the research. And if you'd be making money like me, then you know. So I go on this kid's page, and I'm just curious as you know what's going on, whatever. First thing I see is 4x by day. 
And people who do Forex by day in their bio tell me that they've been looking at Forex for at least a minimum of two months. So don't come and tell me that you've been doing this for like your whole life. Second, you're 20. So I know you just, <laughs> there's no way you've been doing this your whole life. So I went back at him. I was like, hey, I wasn't doing it as anything personal. If you take it that way, I apologize. Because it really wasn't. It was mostly just poking good fun. I was just really just joking around. And it was just something that happened to me a couple of times. I just wanted to put it out there. He's like, okay, that's fine, but you're going to disrespect a lot of people that have been putting their time and money in the coins and stuff. Don't think we're all just these guys trying to invest in Dogecoin. And we just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And we were in January, so at the end of the day, I was like, listen, man, you're not going to agree with me. I'm not going to agree with you. I did it in good fun. If you took it that way again, I'm apologizing. Didn't mean for it to be taken that way. I'm not shooting anything directly at anyone, just poking some good fun at some situations that was happening to me. And then, you know, he had the, hit me with another, let's just say the F word. He's like, go for yourself. And yeah, I just let him, and I'm like, okay, have a nice day. He's like, nah, not for you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and then left it. Oh, that was pretty interesting. So, you want? Know I'm going to double down on that. Any of these kids who are sitting there telling me how they're going to the moon, investing in GameStop, Dogecoin, we were, we've been doing this for so long that we can read the stocks like a book. Then, homie, and you have to go read a learn and read a different book because you don't know what book you're talking about. You can't tell me you've done the research when you have nothing credible behind you. You predicted two good stocks. Like that's what I mean. That's what he was telling me. He predicted this these two stocks that shot up. I'm like, okay, good for you, bro. You were able to read charts and go on Twitter and read what these people are posting about the stocks every day. I can read Reddit forums too. Do the same thing. So no. Anyway, that tangent is done. Moving on back to this lonely fans thing. You know, <laughs> kind of no, it was just a joke, half joke. Still out here, if you listen to my last podcast, you know, I put it out there that I'm out here looking for, like, a sugar mama. Still no requests. So, I actually tried doing something funny when I had some downtime at work. I was talking to my coworker Josh, for a sec. And I was talking about my situation, you know, that I want to get a sugar mama. And then, you know, like, he's a young kid. I'm out here trying to, like, you know, to learn the young man's ways. I'm a lot older now. And, you know, he told me, use the internet. I'm like, huh, Interesting. So went online, went on the, a lot of these websites talking about sugar mamas and sugar babies, all that stuff. And there's some kind of levels of discrimination because I went to a lot of these websites and a lot of them, when I put my gender as male, the first thing they read, they directed me to is a sugar daddy where I have to be paying the money. I'm trying, I'm here trying to get paid. So, you know, I was like, wow, this is some level of gender discrimination where a man can't get paid. So, I spent about 10 minutes, me and him were just looking, and I was telling him about those sites I found, and then, you know, I found one, but again, I couldn't find one where let me be a sugar baby, so I signed up as a sugar daddy, and then I just put down, yo, and these people are crazy, when I was putting down, like, my income, the minimum started at 150k, I'm like, yo, these people got some really high standards. 150K is minimum. And they went from levels. So it started at 150K, went to 250K, then went to 500, 750, a million. Like, I'm like, damn, is there something in the 50K category? 
Because, okay, I should have probably started before saying this, saying that I was telling him how I've always wanted to have like one of these sugar babies on my podcast and speak about the life, guy or girl, speak about the life and, but it's no one's, I don't, I don't know, me personally, I don't know anyone who's willing to be open about that. So, I know I took it upon myself to go find someone. And fast forward to everything I just said, we're here now making my profile, I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I can custom input a salary amount. Because I sure, sure, sure as hell don't have 150k sitting there. No, we keep going. I'm like, screw it. I'll put 150k. And then I go on my profile, you know, enter all my information, put up some pictures, you know, I have to go through my Instagram, get some approval. You know, these ones are good. This is good. This is good. Boom. They're up. Put up in my description. Looking for sugar baby to come speak on a podcast. Can offer nothing, but can talk. And you know we can, I'm like having good, I'm good at having conversations. So you know, not what I expected. I got like zero hits the first like two or three days. Once they saw that I was offering nothing, probably got a hint. But third day I get a hit. I don't want to say any names or anything, but but she was actually more curious and thinking, like, am I seriously on here just looking for someone to come talk on a podcast? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I'll do it for $2,800. I'm like, it was such a specific number, too. Why 28? Put it in my head. I told her I'd offer you 10. <laughs> and she just, uh, she just uh, kept decreasing her price. She's like, okay, fine, 25. I'm like, 10. Then she, I think she's finally, un, I finally like kind of blocked my profile when she hit $2,000. And I was not, I was on budget from $10. And so, yeah, profile's still up. I had two other hits, but I think they kind of want to see the same thing, if I was trolling or not. And a lot of them have in their profiles, yo, they have, like, descriptions. They have a uh, minimum speak to, like, minimum talking, 300 a week, uh, hanging out in public, 700 a week, any... Um, just interaction with each other, one thousand. I was like, "Dang, I got to pay a thousand dollars," but no, it was a pretty funny experience. I really didn't tell anyone, but now I'm out here telling the whole world. So I hope you guys got a laugh out of it because it was pretty fun for me to make that. But moral of the story is, you know, sugar mamas. If you guys want someone, someone to like sponsor, I'm here. Sugar babies, if you want somewhere to you know talk about the lifestyle, I'm also here. So either of you guys, please feel free to DM me, hit up my Instagram, and we can work out terms. Moving on. And I think, so I think after careful study, fellas, I finally cracked the code. So let's say, you know, you're trying to talk to a girl. And again, you're just, this is my advice. You know, you take it as you wish. So let's say you're trying to talk to a girl and, you know, just trying to get to know her. Fail safe. Honestly, it will work at least two out of three times. Talk about zodiac signs. For some reason, I don't know why, since last year I discovered people are obsessed about zodiac signs. Everything about Scorpio this, Aries that, Virgo this. Yo, it's like a it's like a cult at this point. Go on go on most girls' Instagram story. You'll find at least one or two quotes. Not every day, probably maybe once a week or something. It's talking about 
Scorpios are built different because they're this and that, and Virgos are legends because they're born in September, and you can't handle a Pisces because they're this and that. I swear to God. So it all started for me, like I started clicking my head last year, and my sister would keep telling me, you're such a Virgo, as an insult. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm such a Virgo. So I started doing my due diligence research and things like that. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I am a Virgo. Like the personality traits of a Virgo, I think we're like, crap, I can't remember. That's why we have Google. Anyway, most of what she said to me was that I'm, I was being very stubborn or like she couldn't change my mind. And whenever I was like that, she'd always say, you're such a Virgo. And she was saying, Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. And you really bothered me. I'm like, why? So I looked into it. I'm like, Virgo, okay, whatever. And then when I started talking to other women about the same things, they'd be like, oh, so interested talking about Virgos. They'd be an Aries or a Scorpio or something like that. I'm like, yo, dude, and this is pretty easy to do. To sit there, Google personality traits of whatever your thing is, five, any site, and be like, wow, I can sense you're like an Aries due to insert here trait, insert here trait, insert here trait. And so on and so on and so on. So, yeah, boys, there you go. Now, do this information as you wish, but I might have exposed you all and myself, so tread lightly. And now, you know, to fill up more time, because I need more things to talk about, I'm about to create a segment called Unpopular Opinions, where I talk about things that are unpopular opinions. A. Drake is overrated. And that's coming from someone who's listened to him, his first album, um, Thank Me Later, all that stuff, and Take Care, classic, nothing was the same classic, but since then, I feel like the guy has really, really, really fallen off. Music not the same. His rapping, wordplay, like things he used to rap out, he doesn't talk, he just talks about money, cars, typical rapper stuff, which me personally, that doesn't... I don't like, I'm not a big fan of that when it comes to rappers. Yeah, I like a song here and there if I hear it. But overall, um, I just don't think that he, I think he's kind of lost his touch. Next, unpop, next, especially in Detroit, I'm about to say this one. Next popular opinion Eminem has kind of fallen off. And this is coming from a kid. You can ask anyone who knows me. Listen, grew up, diehard Eminem. Back when I, Eminem fan, back when I used to listen to him in the Middle East, where, where I, when, like, I was born, I mean, where I was raised, we used to have, like, those CDs, you know, you know, back in the day when we used to burn them. Any kids that are listening to this probably don't know what that is, but back in the day, we used to burn CDs, and we, I used to go to this guy, he used to burn every single Eminem song ever created up until 09 on one CD. So I had 170 Eminem songs CD, and I, and, like, I played that until it might have been, well been fried, and... I really used to like his music. I think his content was really there. On top, I think now he gets a pass for the way he raps, but I think his content is just missing now. His problem before he used to have content. He used to speak about how the media was, in his words or in his mind, unfairly marginalizing him. His startup from humble, his startup from the beginning. Even though that he used to make songs about killing his ex-wife, all that stuff, weird story songs too. But he used to have content. Over time, even relapse, I'll even give him a pass on relapse. He had that whole crazy, suicidal, serial killer kind of thing going on. That was a concept too. Recovery was cool. 
Marshall Mathers LP too. Some songs I kind of I liked off it too. I liked, I thought the first one, Bad Guy, where he kind of played a sequel to Stan, was a really good song. Moving on from there, I think Revival is where he started taking a turn, where he just started losing some of the content we started to speak about, and just rhyming really bad punchlines. You know, like man, when I was listening to Murder, what was it? Murder, music to be murdered by side B, the one he released last year, I think, on that song "Net," which everyone said it was gonna, it was like the saving song of hip hop and all this. Eminem really said these bars are like COVID; you get them right off the bat. And this is coming from the guy who used to give you classics like "Sing for the Moment," like "Labs," "Business," uh, "My Name Is," all this stuff, and he came back with "My bars are like COVID; you get them right off the bat." And that's just one line. I can sit there and say a million lines would be here all day. But see, his delivery and his technique and his flow are still amazing, still there. But the content, the bad punchlines are just kind of taking over his music. And I won't go about, like, his beats have been awful. Yo, that last album, Music to be Smurred by Side B. Side A was cool, but, and I'll give him the Kamikaze album for that was cool too. But Side B was... I felt it was just like leftovers. Yo, I see why he never released them. He should have kept them locked up. Wow, that was a not a good... That wasn't all right. I mean, for Eminem standard, that was not a good album. That's where it got me. Like, for anyone else, that could have been a good to decent album. For his standard, no, that was not at all. Like, if you want to be one of the best and one of the greatest or consider that too, then you got to be putting out stellar projects at least every two or three years. What else we got? We got... I don't like chocolate. <laughs> and that one people have given me crap for for years. I'm not a big chocolate guy. Never have been. If it's on something, I'll eat it. But um, in general, I'm not a sweets guy. I don't crave sugar. And I think that's one thing that works for me that other people I feel struggle with is when people try to lose weight, their biggest thing is, yo, I have to cut out sugar. I can't eat sweets, donuts, cake, all this stuff. I never get those cravings. I think that's what's been helping me a lot. In my weight loss journey, where I've been trying to lose more weight, get in better shape, all that stuff. Now, my weakness is salt. Like, I love salt. When I was a kid, I used to just put salt in my hand, lick it. I don't know if a lot of people do that. Let me know if you do. I feel like more people do do that than they care to admit. Put salt in my hand and lick it. Put salt on lemons and eat it. But just put salt on anything, eat it. And my favorite food would probably be considered chicken wings. But it has to be dry rubs. Dry rubs over sauces any day of the week. And don't at me about that. Because dry rubs changed for me. I always used to, used to get buffalo sauce, whatever. But then once I tried Cajun dry rubs from any places, Buffalo Wild Wings, any places that have wings, if you can do a good Cajun dry rub, you will sell me on you so fast. So if you're a restaurant looking for more patrons to come in and spend more money, absurd amount of money on food, and you have Cajun dry rub wings, sign me up. Also, blue cheese over ranch. And again, don't add me on that. Blue cheese tastes better than with ranch on most things. Actually, yeah, probably, uh, yeah, I actually prefer blue cheese. What else do people like? Horse, I love horseradish. Steaks, I'll eat it by itself. I'll eat it in a sandwich with turkey. I'll eat it with anything. What else? What else? Okay, yeah, I don't think Lion King is all that. And you can quote me on that from another podcast. Yeah, I just never really grew up on the movie. And when I finally watched it, I think I watched it when I was a bit older, like 15, 16. 
and I thought the movie was okay. I didn't think it was groundbreaking or anything like that. Like my favorite Disney Channel movie is Hercules, or Aladdin, or Tarzan. Probably those three. But yeah, I did not think Lion King was anything special. Didn't like that. Beauty and the Beast is whatever. Didn't like Pocahontas. Didn't like man, Little Mermaid. I liked Ursula though. Like I, I like villains in movies. I didn't care for Ariel or anyone. I can say though that the movie I think is underrated. Slept on is Hunchback of Notre Dame. He that was a really good movie. No disrespect to anyone that does like Lion King or that. Hey, if you have an opinion about the movie, prove me wrong or come change my mind. I'm always open to have movie debates out here. That's like one of my pastimes, just talking about random things that kind of incons- inconsequential to like the bigger picture in life. And just debating about that with random people, that's like right up my wheelhouse. So feel free to argue with that. Oh, and I don't like rom-coms at all. They're the most boring things ever brought. Oh, and horror movies. These are like the two most boring genres of movie ever. So back in Chicago, my roommate that used to live with me, and he like he's him with horror movies was just funny to watch. He just his reactions were so funny. He get he jump, he get super scared. One time we were watching it, and he starts squaring up with the screen when he came out the when he came out of the TV. It was so funny. Anyway, we. When I was bored in Chicago and I'd say, let's go watch a movie, and, you know, he always sat there. He, he never learned either. He's like, okay, let's go. He never really cared what we watched. He just wanted to get out the house. I'm like, cool. So I always end up choosing the movie, and I always chose a horror movie every single time just so I can sit there and watch and get a reaction out of him and just laugh because <laughs> it was so funny to me for the dumbest reasons too. But yeah, I just don't find... like I find the whole jump horror, jump thrill, jump scare thing so cheap, though. Now, thriller is a different category. If you're talking about Gone Girl, things like that, yo, those movies, to me, are kind of... So there's a difference between, like, I think, to me, getting scared and kind of being on the edge of your seat. Edge of your seat, you're just waiting for something to happen, and you're worried, and you have this constant feel of tension. To me, that's scarier than me staying bored in the movie than, oh... Something pops out of a closet. I maybe get startled for one second. I'm back to just watching another 20 minutes of boredom until I get to another scene like that. Rom-coms, I just find that sometimes the acting is so cringe. And especially these movies where they try to relate to the younger crowd by throwing in some things like Instagram and TikTok jokes. And I'm trying to think of a movie. Any rom-com movie about a girl in New York. Cross that off my list because every single one of them is built the same. Oh, I'm either a girl that has trouble finding men in the city or I'm a girl from outside the city and just moved in here trying to find someone. I become friends with the snarky girl that has, has no filter and says whatever's on her mind and tells me to go for the guy that I think is out of my league, but at the end of the day, I end up falling for him. We have a whole bunch of wacky hijinks in between. And then at the end, we end up finding each other in... Central Park or something. There you go. I just given you every rom-com in New York ever made. What else don't I like? Man, I feel like it's such a long list, but off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Chris Brown. Now. Before, I used to like his old stuff when I was younger and a kid. What else don't I like or feels overrated? Chick-fil-A. Okay, let's get into this one. Yo, Chick-fil-A. Please stop telling me how amazing of a sandwich Chick-fil-A is. Just stop. 
We all know that it's being carried by the sauce. Any sandwich that needs to be carried by a sauce, you know for a fact, is just hiding behind a sauce. Chick-fil-A, the chicken, always comes out dry to me. Even the spicy one is, I'll give the spicy ones credit, but when you need 10 different sauces to f make a sandwich taste good, then no, then you don't got to, you don't have it on your hands. I'm sorry. And I'm like a fried chicken, like fanatic. Like I go, I will drive, I drove, I drove 45 minutes to an hour for some, for a fried chicken sandwich. Eureka, you, Eureka Eatery, plug in. Anyway, yeah, no, Chick-fil-A overrated, Popeye's is straight. Uh, McDonald's so the thing about McDonald's is it has to be a certain time of day for McDonald's you can't for me personally you can't have it during the day and it has to be after at least 10 p.m. you're having it before then it's gonna not taste good same rules same rules with Taco Bell and now that they have that I think do they have the cheesy fiesta potatoes back I'll have to get someone to double check on that but if they do great because i used to love those but taco bell same thing Taco Bell is even later Taco Bell you can't have before midnight Taco Bell before midnight might as well just be like a bag of like sludge inside of a inside of a taco shell because it just doesn't hit the same and mcdonald's sprite tastes different and you cannot tell me why actually you know what my co-worker josh who i was talking about earlier it kind of told me why i don't know if this is true but apparently he told me that when McDonald's gets their Sprite and their drinks, they come in metal barrels or something like that versus other places when they get them in plastic containers and that leads to the McDonald's ones tasting better. And they also use a different amount of syrup for the McDonald's ones specifically versus other places. Now, I could be wrong about either of these. Just double check. Again, if you want to DM me anything like that, hit me with the correction and I'll be glad. I'll be happy to make that mistake. Ah, make that change. My bad. Anyway, yeah, for the most part, okay. For the most part, I tried doing this in one take just to see if I could. And I think it came out okay. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things in there that people are going to be happy to call me out on, which is fine. That's what it's here for. kind of wanted to challenge myself with this one if I could really do a whole ep episode or as long as I could in one take. And I'll say I did pretty good for the first time after I actually tried something like this. And we're all here to know again. If you feel free to come at me with anything, my DMs, you know, they're always open to you. Please just hit me up and we can talk it out. Nothing here is meant to take anyone or anything in full seriousness. We're just here to joke around, give you my opinions on things that might not match up with yours. And another thing, yeah, wait, before I even end this, let me talk about one more thing. Why are people so freaking sensitive? You can't take nothing anymore. And I always tell him, like, my brother, I hate your generation. He's like 22. Yeah, 22. Hate his generation. You know, you say anything and they come out and blast you. It won't even be about them. Like this whole thing with the kid. But yeah, that's the last thing I want to put out there. Again, thank you for everyone for listening in to my Lonely Fans. Slash Between Everything and Nothing podcast. Slash the recorded on february 14th the people who survived valentine's day good for you you're the true warriors made out of there made out of the mud and here we are and yeah make sure you guys stock up on all your chocolate for tomorrow and thanks for tuning in please make sure to follow the page um subscribe to the channel available on apple podcasts and spotify and other and other platforms that have podcasts on them i have to go back and check those too so until then Wait for the next episodes and tune in to hear what's between everything and nothing. Thanks again, guys. See you later.